Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, from the Star Rental Sports Desk, your 93.3 KJRFM Sports Headlines. Headlines brought to you by Buddies, Goodies, and Glass. Mariners wrap up their series with Cincinnati later on today. 341st pitch. Ems have lost the first two games of the series. It's their second straight series loss, by the way, after going about eight months without losing a series. But uh, they'll try to salvage one in Cincinnati. Logan Gilbert, who has not lost his last seven decisions for Seattle, 12-5 and five on the year, goes against some dude named Lion Richardson. 0-1, a 6-7-5 ERA. Lion. Or maybe Leon. I don't know which. One of the other. If my name was this, Leon and someone called me Lion, I would not be insulted. I have no idea what how you... And you know what, dude? You're 0-1 with a 6.75 ERA. You're in there because half your staff has COVID. So another pitching matchup uh, that favors Seattle. We'll see if they can get a win here later on today. Uh, Seahawks and Rams. Game one coming up on Sunday of the NFL season. Pete Carroll speaking to the media today. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Daryl Taylor will play on Sunday, it sounds like. Uh, we'll see what happens. Brooks will play also, maybe limited a little bit in his snaps. Jamal Adams should return to practice next week with Witherspoon. Witherspoon is practicing but won't play. And see, Morris and Hall, the two rookie defensive linemen, we'll see. They'll practice today. We'll see what their availability is for later in the week. Speaking of the NFL, Nick Bosa, five-year, 170, $120 million guaranteed. Yeah, some pretty good change there for that fella. Going to make some money as one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. All right. Let's move into the 2 o'clock hour. I uh, should mention, Factor Fiction is coming up today, as it always does. 235-49451 is the Tullamore text line when it's game time. It is Tully time! So you can uh, fire off some thoughts, questions, concerns, and comments. We'll get to those texts coming up today at 2.30 before we do Factor Fiction at 2.35 this afternoon. Joining us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, our good friend, every Wednesday, we talk to... The legend himself, Ring of Honor, has a street named after him in Green Bay. How do I know that? Because I've been to it. Sent him a picture when I was there saying, this is pretty cool. I know this guy, Mike Holmgren, joins us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Hello, how are you? Hey, good afternoon. How's it going? Good. Uh, Everyone wants to know, how did the fantasy football draft go for the Holmgren family? Did your grandson (laughs) try to take advantage of you? How did it go? No, you know what? I couldn't pick. Everyone, I, you you know this better than I do. It just came. He, they were assigned. Teams were assigned to people. Also, oh, it's an auto and pick. So, it's all auto pick. Yeah, then. Yeah, I got yeah, you. it's all auto pick. So okay. then I, I tried to make a trade after church on Sunday at lunch, uh, <laughs> and no one would have anything. And he came walking up to me. He goes, Coach, or he didn't say Coach. He said, <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. Wow. I don't trust him. Ian, I just don't trust him. What did I tell you last but week? He's, uh, what did I tell you last he's week? Good. <laughs> he's good. It's, it's, did you name your team Jimmy? <laughs> no, I, you know what? I, I called him Jimmy, and the table broke up because his parents were in on it, you know? And uh, so I think he named his team Jimmy. 
Oh. That's what you did. Oh, you're just playing a little scene. Ah, yeah. Our, our Jimmy, I said, we had our draft on Monday, Jess. I sent, I sent Mike a picture. I said, one of these three guys is Jimmy. And you could tell who it was. It was a guy that was bending over, scheming, trying to get something greasy done, is what it was. <laughs> I, know. It's just, I know. And the best thing was, everyone heard that segment last week, and everyone's on top of it. So, yeah, Jimmy. Again, Jimmy Elliott, great real estate guy. You look for a house, Jimmy Elliott, great, but do ne- never make a yeah, fantasy no. trade with him. Never, Wait, never. No, yes, my my son, my grandson, uh, named Sam, and he he's the commissioner of this, mm. and he uh, he just has a reputation for being a little slippery and slidey in these things, and so I, I asked Ian to help me, and so yeah. I nicknamed him Jimmy yeah. after well, Ian's friend. What's the name of your team? Uh, normally I call it choppers after my old music group, big yes. up in the choppers. So yep. that's the choppers. Yeah. We got to get that story again sometime. Um, Mike Holmgren joining us right now. Well, it's good. I like the fact that he's a little slippery that, that did that remind you that you're Jess, I got to tell you that Mike's favorite thing in the world, his favorite people in the world are sports agents are uh, player agents. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Oh, I'm being very sarcastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being very sarcastic. Did you think you were dealing with uh, with one of those guys again? Is that what it was with your grandson? I, I did. I closed my eyes and I could just picture it all over again <laughs> with Mike Reinfeld telling me, Mike, you shouldn't be in the room when we're negotiating. You just you, you get too mad. So no more. You're out. Oh, that's an internalized in. trauma. I know it is. Well, Mike doesn't. Mike had. Some, yeah, Mike. Mike's. We've we've had our stories before. We'll get to some of those again sometime down the few, down the road. When when there's certain things you can bring up with Mike and it, including sport agents, and it's it's usually highly entertaining, at least for us. Maybe not for him. Uh, Mike Holman joining us. Here we are, sir. It's week one of the NFL season. We're ready to get underway. Did you always feel like you were ready? You were over ready, or is it like when you're like, I don't know, I feel like this at Christmas every year, like I'm just I'm I'm behind the eight ball. What do you feel like as a coach week one? You know what I I, I think I grew into it where um in my first couple of years as a head coach, um I, I said, What more can I do? And I was just kinda just kinda thinking about it all the way to kickoff almost. Mm. And then as I coached a few more years, I realized that be careful I don't overthink. Make sure the players, make sure I'm thinking clearly and I can help the players. And so after that, you know, we had kind of a rhythm. We had a timing. And uh, I always thought uh, we tee it up and we're ready. We practiced well. And uh, here we go. So, But in the beginning, yeah, I, I, I probably uh, did more harm than good early on. I was just thinking that. I mean, I, we all – I think everyone can probably relate a little bit to to this, like whatever you do for a living. I know when, if I do play-by-play, for example, for a, a team or a game, and like I just never feel like I'm 100% ready. Like I feel like I yeah. can study more and, and know more and have more notes and, and things like that. And there's times when it's true. When I, uh, I did the Kraken a couple of years ago filling in, I, I, I wasn't. I was like thrown into it like 24 hours before. So I, that, that is, that's a horrible feeling, like a panic feeling sets in. But I'm assuming – you know, for a coach, young guys, first-year coaches, those guys probably have that feeling, right? And then guys like like Andy or even Sean McVay or Pete this weekend, the Seahawks and the Rams, they probably feel pretty comfortable going in, right? Well, it's funny, though, and it's all depending on your personality. Mm-hmm. I think you could say that about Andy. I'm not sure you can say that about Sean McVay. You know, you watch him, he's, he's like wired 
220 all the time. He's just going, you know. Uh, you, you remember Mike Sherman? Yes, absolutely. Who later yeah. became the Packers head coach. He yeah. worked for me. Yeah. And his, his son-in-law is the coach of the Bengals, Zach yeah. Taylor. So Mike was a great coach, but he, he when he was my coordinator, Wednesday is when we start doing the short yardage and then work on it until Saturday and practice it a little bit. He'd go, we're going to do the short yardage this way. I said, perfect. That's a good, good way to run that play. The next day, Thursday, he'd come in and go, you know, Mike, I think I want to motion this guy out and then run that play. I said, okay, okay, but we got to get it in. You know, we got to practice it. Okay. Friday, he came in. He changed it again. Saturday, he wanted to change it again. I said, stop, stop. <laughs> go back to Wednesday. That's how we're doing it, your first idea. So, you know, it, it just, guys, you, you do it, depending on your personality as much as anything, I think. Part of that too is it's, it becomes unfair to the players too, doesn't it? Like you, you, you know. Well, what, yeah, they don't. <laughs> no, really, they go. In fact, you, you know, you get a veteran group, and a player might even say something. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would expect them to. Hey, how many times are we going to practice this? How do you want us to do this? Yeah. And and he's right. And so you got to be careful. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Mike Holmgren joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Andy's got uh, Detroit tomorrow in the first game of the NFL season. Did you play a Thursday night opener ever? No. In fact, I'm trying to I'm trying to think if we played Thursday night games. I think they came in. Oh, Thanksgiving we played on yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. But not but not Thursday night. I think that came in after I was done, and uh, I never got the opportunity. I I for one, on the competition committee and all those years, I, I would I would vote against that the Thursday night game. Now yeah. that's a losing battle because it's a money maker and people like to watch football and all that kind of stuff. But as far as the players being ready that fast, and particularly if you have veterans, it's hard. You know, you know it. Well, it's, it's really hard. Sometimes they can't even get out of bed no. until Thursday. Yeah, Seattle's got back-to-back Thursday games this year, but you know, one of them's Thanksgiving, and then they play the following Thursday in Dallas. So they play at home and then in Dallas. But at least there's that that gives them a little bit of time after that. But yeah, I, 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 I hate, I hate, I would hate Thursday games if I was playing or coaching. I frankly don't even like covering them, to be honest with you. But I love being able to sit at home and watching them. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like no, I like. That, like that, I can't wait it. for tomorrow. I can't wait to watch Detroit and Kansas City tomorrow. That's gonna be great. But I would not want to have to. You know, I, I'd sure. rather not have that. But uh, I'm with you. Um, Mike Holmgren joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Jackson Smith and Jig, but Pete Carroll says he's gonna play today. And and you and me, Jess, none of us know the extent of the injury. We don't know what what you know. But he's gonna have some sort of brace on his wrist. Do you think he's going to fully be able to operate? Do you think it's a smokescreen and he's probably going to get limited snaps? How do you even approach that? I would think for a wide receiver more than any other position, perhaps, that it'd be hard to uh, wear some sort of a cast or something to help balance that wrist. That's me. I think it's hard enough to catch the ball when you don't have that stuff. So my my thought was, unless unless the injury was made more of than it actually was. Uh, but, you know, they said it was going to be X amount of time he was going to lose. He had an operation on it. Mm-hmm. And if he wears a cast, I think that has to hinder him in some respect. Now, it was, was he valuable as maybe a, a decoy or being part of that threesome? Uh, absolutely. But i I, I got to believe they're going to be real careful with him. You know, he's a very important cog in this offense. And to rush him into this, uh, I think, would be a mistake. But if the doctor said he's good to go, 
then that's good enough for most for coaches. You know, I mean, you you play them then. Mike, what is how does that process work? Because I'm going to get to Cooper Cup here in a second as well. But how I, I know it's different for every team. But you were with you know four different organizations, right? San Francisco, C, Green Bay, Seattle, Cleveland. Uh, you, so you were in four different groups. How, right. how does that work? Because I think oftentimes people think that, and Pete usually does a pretty good job. Hey, I just do what the doctors tell us and all that. But the coach is involved. There's, there's, it's probably a committee. But how does that? Because you have to protect the player against himself. Because most players will probably want to play, even if they're you know a little bit dinged up. How does the process of getting a guy on the field, making the decision whether or not he's going to play or not, how does that go? Well, it starts on Monday after a game. Say someone gets banged up, and uh, Sam Ramson, who's had he's a big mucky muck over there now. He was he was our training our trainer head trainer, and now now they have more guys over there. So he's he's got a fancy office in the top of the building, but he would come in on Monday. And in our meetings Monday night, and stand there and give me the injury report, and it, I would get so mad at him. And I loved him. I loved this guy. I brought him with me from Green Bay, but I get so mad. He just stood there and took it and bless his heart, and uh, said he can't, you know. And then as the week goes along, he'd report to me every day. The doctors would come in. Then if they came in the room, not the whole, not with everybody, what with me, the doctors then would tell me, you know he can't or he can and this is why and then i had you know as much as i wanted somebody to play you know that 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 it was their call i remember my last year when i got i think i've told you hasselbeck hers practiced and they came in after practice he practiced and he came in after practice and they said he he's out for this season his back i said he just practiced today and then they said, no, well, he's got this thing, and he could have. And I said, you know what? I feel like firing all three of you right now. And, I, boy, was I angry. <laughs> but look, at they're the doctor. They know. I didn't know. They know. It's just an emotional thing. It's hard. I mean, I, and I should mention, uh, Sean McVay, just a short time ago, did say that Cooper Cup is out for week one. That's a they, big deal. That's a big deal. They also he also didn't rule out the possibility of putting his uh, putting him on IR uh, as well, which would mean he'd miss a more. There's also concern he might miss a long, long period of time. Apparently, this is from McVeigh on his hamstring. The tissue isn't healing properly. That does not sound good for Cooper Cup this year. No, and hamstrings are tough. And he's he's such a valuable part of that team uh, that. And he had he had the injury that kept him out last year, so he comes to training camp, and I'm I would, and but he didn't he didn't play in any of the games. He no. just hurt this thing in practice again. Yeah, and so, um, but hamstrings and muscle things. It's not a bone. You didn't break something. Sometimes, uh, as weird as it sounds, uh, I remember like high ankle sprains. Mm-hmm. Uh, they last longer than if you broke your ankle and they reset yeah. it. And you're in a cast. They those things linger. And uh, uh, that's a tough one for the Rams. It really is. I remember, I, it's, it's interesting you point that out, when, when Quandre Diggs suffered that injury in Arizona the final game of the year two years ago. And Seattle wasn't going to the playoffs, but remember, if you remember, that he, saw, he broke his ankle. And, yeah. and, it was, and he was distraught on the field, and rightfully so. Now part of it was, it was you know, his contract was up, he's going into free agent season and all those things. But it was interesting because they left him behind. He uh, they they ended up also speak something about the organization. They 
they had a charter come down the next day and pick him up and fly him. And believe it or not, he did it. He had surgery in Green Bay, I think it was, which was kind of interesting. Um, but they, but I remember we saw him in the hotel. We came back from dinner, and there's just a handful of us in the media. We saw him there, and he was with Tyler Lockett. And, and we're saying, hey, how are you doing? And he was actually good. because I'm actually good. He goes, it's a clean break, and there's no ligament yeah. damage. And it's like, it's, unless they find something, it's, and he was like, like relieved that he had a broken yes. ankle, like, of all things, because of that. No, that's right. And ligaments and those are and tendons and things like that. They take much longer to recover. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sounds weird, though, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. you broke your ankle, oh, and no ligaments, oh, thank goodness, it'll be okay. Yeah. And it's, uh, but that's, you know, that's this crazy business we're in. And, uh, you know, the, the guys that don't play during the preseason, why don't they play? Because they're scared to death. The teams are scared to death. They're going to get hurt, and they don't want that to happen. And yet here, the Rams were as careful as any team in football. They didn't play anybody. They haven't since McVay's been there, right? Like he's he's been that yeah. way since he got there. Yeah, and so it, it so it's it's still they still got caught on it. So, but uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to the game. It's a division opponent and a huge huge first game for the Seahawks. I'll let you go after this. I'm just I want to get your thoughts on on Geno Smith and and what Mike Holmgren's expectations are for him this season and what your level of confidence would be if you were coaching the Seahawks. They gave him a contract, but it's an interesting contract. They can get out of it after this year without any money. Uh, he's got a nice guarantee for this year, but if they if if they want to, they can they can kick him to the curb after this season. Uh, he does have life changing money with the bonus and all that, which is. Good for Gino and probably good for the team. It's probably as good a contract as you could have in a lot of ways. But he had a, not the same second half as he did the first half last season. What do you expect to see? What 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 are your expectations from Gino Smith, and what would your level of confidence be for him this year? Well, I, my level of confidence is high. I say I expect him to have a better year than he had last year, and he had a great year last year. But the expectations weren't very high, but he exceeded the expectations. Now the level, the the line is higher, and so yeah. But I expect him to do this. You know, one more, a year of confident playing like he had last year and playing the whole season for the first time in eight years or something like that. You know, so I would expect uh, their offensive line. Everyone, they're put together in on offense, so this should work very very well. And I think everyone has confidence in him. If I'm the play caller, if you had any, if you if you structured the thing last year at all to just be a little careful here, a little careful here, then I would say, no, open the floodgates, let him play, let it roll, because I think he's going to have a great year. Well, if he does, this team will be in good shape. Uh, you don't want to see a guy be hurt like Cooper Cup, but boy, if you're a Seahawks, you got to be sitting, yeah, Clint Hurt, the defensive coordinator, he's got to be sitting in there going, okay, let's uh, hope you get better, get well soon, sir. But, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a relief probably for the defensive game plan uh, for Seattle, and hopefully Gino and company can crank it up, and, uh, and away we go. So, Mike, love having you on. Absolutely love this every week. Every, we'll do this every uh, Wednesday at 2 o'clock, and uh, – let you uh, have our, our conversation, let our fans uh, have a chance to hear your insight. So thank you so much. Good luck in week one of your Fantasy Football League, too, uh, sir. Thank you. So, should I ask, just the, does she have ideas on Fantasy Football? Maybe I should Jess, talk to her. I, I got she, plenty. She's got, she, Je, Mike, she's got ideas on everything. If you ask, she'll have an idea. It's That's that's an open-ended question. Yeah, 100%, whether they're good or bad, is a completely yeah. separate Yeah, does she have good ideas or good opinions? I don't know. I haven't, I, I haven't, you know what my team name is? What is your team name? No punt intended. No punt intended. There you nope. go. The no punts. Oh, like that's it. see, that's yeah. see, that's clever. Yeah, that's clever. I like that. That's almost better than Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs>
That's almost better than Jimmy. Uh, all right, Mike. We'll talk to you next week, sir. Thank you. All right, guys. There you go. Mike Holmgren joining us. Uh, love having him on every week. Uh, great stuff. Great stories from Mike. Uh, the Ring of Honor inductee. The legend that is Mike Holmgren. Uh, great to have him on. All right. We've got Fact or Fiction at 235 today. We have text messages. We'll check those. Uh, 49451. Tell them to text line when it's game time. It's totally time. We'll check those when we come back on 93.3 KJRFM. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get to the text four nine four five one. We only have a few minutes. We've got factor fiction moments away. I heard we. I heard this particular show had a strong day one in terms of votes, people participating. I would like you guys to keep that up. Even if we don't win the competition, we're going to win the amount of people playing factor fiction. We won that the last two years. And I we're like playing the, the game within the game. The game within the game is people play factor fiction at a higher level volume on this show than any other show. That is a fact, not fiction. That is a fact. I think you're correct as it's taking me a while to sift through all these You, look and, you can look and see. I know it's fact. I yeah. know it's a fact. All right. We'll do that in just a couple seconds. Got a good game for you. I think, and, and again, I'll try to pick games when I'm doing it. Jess gets to pick tomorrow. Start doing your homework. Your first ever fact or fiction pick. I know you're nervous. Oh, boy. I but got some marble notebooks to get I, into. I like to have. I like to pick games that I think everyone has some sort of interest in. Like a, a rooting interest one way or the other. Yeah, you want some skin in it, right? I want yeah. just like you, like an emotional interest in it. So we'll get to that coming up in just a couple moments. Four, nine, four, five, one. All right. Let's see. What do we got? All right. Well, we got the 206 asking Ian, you specifically, how do you feel about the Pac-2 for just two years? Then build a new Pac-12 out of defecting other teams from the Mountain West, Big 12, and ACC. I don't honestly, I'm, this is a cop-out. I'm, I'm, this is a cop-out. I'm exhausted with the whole story. I'm right there with you. Just exhausted. I'll cop-out right with you. I really am. And. I find myself, and I, we're going to check in with Stuart Mandel tomorrow. On his podcast with Bruce Feldman, he mentioned the Big 12 again with Washington State and Oregon State. And his, we'll see, we'll, we may get into it a little bit with him tomorrow. But I know his podcast, he mentioned, he's like, I just don't understand why the Big 12 would want those two programs. I don't get it Foot, either. Football-wise, they're a far more competitive and better fit than the Arizona schools are. But... Anyway, well, well, I, I'm exhausted. 
Well, I guess to answer the guy's question, the pack two makes it makes sense if you can figure out a way for a couple things. One, it makes sense for this reason. If you get all the money that whatever money is left over in the conference, the war chest that, that, that Canzano talks about all the time and all those things. Like if you can find a way to keep all of that money and you get to split that, you and Oregon State, financially it makes sense. Here's the challenge. This is the challenge that will come up. You will then have to find – you can schedule football. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty confident that the two athletic directors could schedule 12 football games. I think that would happen. I don't think that – I think you could find a way to make that work. The challenge would be all the other sports. 30 basketball games for men and women. 50 or 40 or 50 baseball games for your respective baseball programs, including Oregon State's, which is one of the premier programs in the country in baseball. They also have a softball team. What do you do about the soccer teams? And if you say, well, they could just go probably play in the WCC or the WAC, well, it's the same problem. This is why the ACC took so long to take Stanford and Cal. The coaches for the non-revenue sports in that conference, specifically the Carolina schools, which are really good in those sports, in a couple of those sports, they didn't want Tara Vanderveer and her top five basketball program rolling in. They didn't want a top five volleyball program or soccer program rolling in. I'm telling you right now, there is, there would be zero appetite and probably a ton of pushback from either one of the West Coast Conference, West Coast Conference or WAC, to say, hey, how about letting Washington State and Oregon State play in your conference for a couple of years while they figure out football? And then those conferences more than likely are one-bid conferences. Well, Wazoo's got a top 15-ranked women's soccer program. They've got a top 15-ranked volleyball program. They're so good. And the women's basketball team just won the Pac-12 title. Do you think that those conferences with one bid are going to want to let those teams into their conference for a year? Do you think the baseball coaches in the WCC or the WAC are going to say, hey, man, absolutely, let's bring Oregon State's top 10 program into our into – our, no, why would they? Makes no sense. It's just sad that the so that's that's the challenge you have. Like when you bring that up, remember it's not just football. You still have to find a home for your other sports. You have to find a home for them. And the irony here is is that the programs I just mentioned at Washington State and the baseball program at Oregon State they're so good they hurt themselves in that regard trying to find a temporary home. That's what I was going to say. So sad is the success that they've seen is ultimately coming back to hurt them. In, in those particular sports. Uh, yes. In those, yeah. yeah. Ian, uh, before we do get to Patrick yeah. Fitchin, which is just seconds away, we do yeah. have a couple of talkbacks that okay. I right. think we deserve to play. Okay. Okay. Hey, soccer guy, quit stroking your beard. And baseball guy, put down that damn newspaper. Come here, I gotta, I gotta tell you guys something. You smell that? You smell that? No, not the pumpkin spice. You smell the factor fiction. You smell the Greg Cosell, the master of all tape. Hugh Millen and his nerd machine gonna be tagging along with his third eye all year long. We got the big show. We got PFF. Oh my God, Ian Furness, you bring so much football love. Thank you, Cosell. I did hear from Cosell today. Speaking of football nerds, wonderful. Yeah, he's he's ready. He's ready to go Friday. Can't wait. Yeah, already told me what we're gonna talk about, so we're ready to go. Love it. All right, I think it's time. Oh, do we have one more voice talk back? We do. Ah, we're not going to make the playoffs. I just remember hearing it's early, it's early, it's early, all through the beginning half of the season. Sure would be nice to have some of those wins now, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Yep, you're right. (laughs) You are right. 
That's right. When guys like Puck and I were saying, uh, yeah, these games in April matter. Guess what? They matter. It's weird. All 162 matter. I was an early person. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're set to go. Glad you're with us. It's Glad your shot here. at our weekly 1000 bucks and the $10,000 grand prize. It's Fact or Fiction. Brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino, the betting capital of the Northwest. Make the beautiful new EQC Sportsbook your home all football season long. Fact or Fiction is on. Sports Radio 93.3, KJR-FM. We have music. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. I need a little. Ins- Jess, I need like a little pick me up. Like this I can't operate the... the morning without a cup of coffee. I need a little. I need a little college football music. I think this is like the picky upest of the pick me up. Okay, that's good. <laughs> CBS Sports Team, yeah, NFL, college rather. CBS College. I'm not sure which network owns this, but I like the it. CBS. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going college again. And like I told you before, I like to have a game. I like to pick games that people have a little bit of something emotionally tied to it. First of all, we're playing Fact or Fiction. How does Fact or Fiction work? We give you a game. If you agree with the pick, you text FACT to 49451. If you disagree, you text FICTION to 49451. If you're correct, you are automatically entered to win a $1,000 weekly prize. At the end of the year, whoever has the most correct picks wins 10 thousand dollars 14 weeks twenty four thousand dollars being given away all oh you my have God, to, can i have it no you can't Dang. all you have to do is pick all you have to do is is say yes or no fact or fiction and text it to four nine four five one when we give you the, the choice we had a massively good start yesterday not well we don't know if we won although i'm sure i won it's a great pick by me but <laughs> Just getting that arm stretching. Well, I got Colorado yesterday. That was an easy big pick. old pat. That was on an the back. easy. That was an easy pick yesterday. Well, that, yeah. I mean, I can't believe it was still there. I can't believe this one's still there. But there's a lot of there's a lot of pushback on these guys that I'm going to pick here in a second. A lot of people don't like them. I think they're a likable group, especially if you like the colors green and gold, or whatever color they happen to be wearing that particular week. Oh. Uh, your friends and mine, the Ducks of Oregon. Ah, that's how my mom says it. That, well, exactly, and that's how we say it here too. The Ducks, Oregon. the Ducks of Oregon, are traveling to Lubbock. Take on Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Did you see what happened to them this past weekend? Pick fourth in the Big Twelve, by the way. I think even ahead of Oklahoma. Uh, they went up to Laramie, Wyoming. Not a lot of good things happen in Laramie, Wyoming, and I think the folks from Lubbock will tell you that. Uh, Wyoming beat Texas Tech 35-33 in overtime. Double. I feel um, like that was um, Coach Leach's spirit kind of coming from Cody. To, to slap Texas Tech in the face? A little bit. Yeah. His former school, just that he sued. <laughs> it's like, yes. The ones that, yes, well, disgraced him. Yes. So... Yes. Texas Tech is playing host to Oregon. They put up 81 last week, and Bo Nix only played a half in one series. They played three quarterbacks in that game. Now, Portland State ain't the Portland State to beat the Cougs, Mike Leach. No, but 81's 81. Texas Tech is not feeling very good about itself. Oregon is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I say that number is way too low. That's insane. Oregon, minus six and a half. 
at Texas Tech. Fact 49451. The clock starts now. You have 12 minutes to text in. There's no reason to even think about it. Oregon, minus six and a half. Fact 49451. Yes, Texas Tech has. Who do they have? The quarterback that they cast aside at Oregon, Tyler Shuck. He's there at Texas Tech. Who would you rather have, him or Bo Nix? I say Bo Nix all day long. I don't understand how that spread is that small. I I don't get it. Jess? That makes no sense. I, I don't either. But they know. Vegas knows. But they don't know this one. Much like they didn't know the small spread yesterday when I had Colorado as well. They, they miss they miss it. They can't get them all right. They're not going to get them all right. Oregon wins by at least a touchdown. I think they'll win by double digits anyway. 17. Uh, Oregon minus six and a half. Fact, if you agree, 49451. If you disagree, it's fiction, 49451. You got 11 minutes to text in. If you do, you'll have a chance to win a $1,000 weekly prize. If you don't text at all, then you have, it's, wait for it, no chance to win. You know, Just Hugh, text. Hugh Millen is very, he, he, he is very consistent with something. If you say to him anytime during an interview, you say, you know what? You have 0% chance to win or 0% chance. He says, there's no such thing as 0%. Hugh, you're not right here. In this case, when you're playing fact or fiction, if you don't text one way or the other, you have 0% chance. Your number will not be in there. It will not be called. It will not be selected. Text fact or fiction 49451. Bo Nix in Oregon. Go in and beat up on Tyler Shuck and Texas Tech. Minus six and a half ducks. Fact 49451. Text in right now. Fact 49451. Softy will probably love this pick because he loves Oregon. 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 Uh, Oregon. We'll check in with the soft one next. All right, we got a couple minutes left to text Fact or Fiction to 49451. Softy. Yeah. Fact or Fiction. Fiction. Oh. Is that just because it's my pick? Uh, Likely, yeah. What is your pick, by the way? Oregon minus six and a half. Versus Texas Tech? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that. It's uh, Is it in Lubbock? Is that it's right? Lubbock, At yeah. Lubbock? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. They scored 81 points on Portland State. They were throwing the ball up 67 to 7 in that game on Saturday. I would like nothing more than for Texas Tech to uh, step on their necks and you know what in that game on Saturday. This whole back to pack thing can suck it. Are you kidding me? Forget that nonsense. Well, it's not the pack they're, anymore. They're, uh, Go, well, it is for three more months. It is for three more months. Go Texas um, Tech. Then it's back to Big Ten. But you like the my back, pick? Back which, the big? Are we going to get back to big next year for us? Which big? And you dub the Big Ten. Uh, Only big that matters, baby. I'll be back in Michigan. God. Um, all right. <laughs> You're going to be in. I don't blame you. So you like? But you yeah. like my pick? Uh, I do like your pick. Yeah. All right. Like so you got a couple. Yeah, more minutes yeah. to text. I liked your pick yesterday too, by the way. Factor fiction. Four, I know. I, I heard that. Four Sorry nine four it. five one. Uh, you got a couple more minutes. Uh, oh. Oregon minus six and a half. All right, against Texas Tech. I took the under in the uh, Cardinals Commanders game. Uh, Sam Howell versus Josh Dobbs. <laughs> well, let's maybe under? the worst quarterback <laughs> matchup of the year, and it's God. coming in week one. I was thirty eight, so I got a fundamental rule that I like to follow. Okay, doesn't it's not a guarantee, not yeah. a lock. You know, sometimes it misses, but right. the, the highest total usually right. goes over. Yes, and the lowest under usually goes under. Okay, and this is the lowest one this week of thirty eight. I I think I'm seeing a seventeen to six win for the Commanders on. Can you Sunday. imagine people are paying money to watch that? It's game crazy. <laughs> I mean, dude, honestly, <laughs> like. 
What's the guy's name that owns the Commanders now? The new guy, I, I the new what owner, whatever know. his name is. Yeah, here's as long a way- as it's not the previous. I don't no, care. he's gone. But here's gone. A, here's a great way to get off to a great start with the fan base. Give out free tickets for this crap. Yeah, oh. the NFL season for us doesn't start till next week. This is an exhibition game. Are you heartbroken about Cooper Cup being out? Ah, uh, yes, very much so. Yeah, I, am too. I, I wanted to play the Rams at their best. What I, are you talking about? I know. It's a, it's, People that talk like that, shut up. Are you kidding me? What, what we so if this- I told you before the yeah, game with the no. Patriots. Jimmy oh. Garoppolo is going to start. Tom Brady's out of Super Bowl Forty Nine. Well, it won't mean as much. You would have said, "Oh, yeah, that's it, terrible." You want to face the best it, or beat the best. It won't Get mean. Out of it here, won't man. mean. The, it won't mean as much. What do you think Clint Hurts doing right now? I think he's uh, having a coke and a smile is what he's doing right now. Are you not, kidding me? He, I heard he did a cartwheel. <laughs> you know what? If, if he did a cartwheel, I can only imagine what happens to the ground if he misses. By the way, but yeah, I mean, of course, I'm fired up. Fo- that was a bad football team. Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, Puka yeah. Nakua, yeah, the you, former Husky turned BYU Cougar. Yeah, he made the team. I know Puka. Nakua is like your fourth option at wide receiver for the Rams. That so, was your third. Look, I, I I love the Hawks this weekend. I really do. I like them a lot. I know Dick's nervous. By the way, I got to bring something up to you before we take Wait, off. Dick's here. nervous. Uh, Dick's nervous, and he's also mad at you. By the way, okay, good. He's mad at you. I like that. He's pissed off at Ian Furness. Uh, he spent what? the entire show cursing your name on and off the air. That's because okay? today is Tuesday or because Wednesday. two days ago on uh, Monday you yeah. had the gall on yeah. the air to uh-huh. say the Mariners making the playoffs is a foregone conclusion. Oh. Remember, do you remember those words coming out of your mouth? Probably. Yeah. Okay. And ever since then? Oh. Ever since then. Well, you know what happened. fallen apart. No, it's not my okay. fault. You know whose fault I it is? It's his thing. fault. No. Nope. Do, do you think it's a foregone conclusion, Jess, that they make the playoffs? I. Uh, They're a game and a half up on Toronto so right now. I don't like saying that. Okay, but... just answer the question. Yes. Okay. They, okay. That's two yeah. people there. Okay. Two people that have now drawn Dick Fane's ire. When he comes back tomorrow, look out, man. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Boy, you know, there's a bat, a baseball bat. Can you tell how scared I am? That I found. <laughs> hey, the, uh, you know the problem with them. What's the problem? I heard with this on Dick a, or, the, or the M's? No, with the M's. Oh, okay. I heard a voice text say this today. Yeah. Um, you know who's back? For the Mariners? No. Here. Who's back in town? 10 to 1 show. Oh, he Puck? He wasn't here Monday. Yeah, well. He's been here. I mean, it's. He it's, might, you might be onto something. If they get swept by the Reds today, maybe he should go back to Venice. Don't you think that's Go his back pl- to Venice. That's his plan. That'd be my plan. The yeah. TSA. The TSA. in the canal. The guy from TSA or uh, Homeland Security that called in the voice text today yeah, yeah, said yeah. he's got two <laughs> options. Yeah. And which would you take? This is a great, you can only have one. Okay. You're going to get shipped away. All right. North Korea or Russia? Right. Uh, ooh, wow. Well, North Korea, I guaranteed to be left alone for the rest of my life, uh, for sure. That's a hell of a question, man. Probably <laughs> Russia, to be honest with you. At least I know if I have to get out, I can get out. By the way, have you been to Venice? And you Italy? like, and you like vodka. Okay, and yeah. you like vodka. I love vodka. Yeah, they'd be fine. You ever uh, ask the locals what's in the canal in Venice? Uh, no, I just watched yeah, yeah. on my own. Just be careful. Yeah. He's setting yeah. you up. Have you not been here long I can't, enough? I can't talk oh, on the air about so it. Gross. I can't bring it up on the air. Well, you I'm not what? talking about like feces. I you were There's gonna, worse I things than feces. What you're okay? talking about. Hey, where's uh, Giovanni buried? I don't know, man. Might want to check the canal. A couple of skeletons in that closet. <laughs> Listen, oh, I grew God. up in New York, all right? Yeah, you know what that's like then. How do you East say, River, how do you, Hudson River. How do you say Oregon again? Oregon. Yeah, you're saying it wrong. But just keep saying it wrong because it's so right. What do you got like, it's up? like Gonzaga. It Gonzaga. pisses him off when oh, I say the Gonzaga right. Bulldogs. Oh, so you're going to make Dick mad, too. Uh, let's Nevada. see. Uh, Kevin Harlan's back today at 5 oh, o'clock. Very good. Uh, returning for another year on the radio on the show. He's doing the call tomorrow. Okay. He's got the uh, Jets and Bills on Monday night. 
And he's doing, uh, I think he's doing the Raven game. You got three games in four on days? Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you guys got radio and TV uh, for CBS on Sunday. So he's back. Uh, Petros at four okay. on the radio show. Boy, was he way off on the Boise State UW game. Can't wait to bust his balls on that yeah, yeah. at four o'clock. And then Mike Florio will be with us before the uh, Husky Coaches show at 6 p.m. with Tony Castricone and Kalen DeBoer. You should do that show with There somebody. you go. Ooh, I don't like doing that. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. <laughs> For the mild-mannered and marginally objectionable Ian Furness, this is Pat O'Day saying so long, everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.